there are a lot of people uh, in our history who have sacrificed their lives for the better cause of humanity. Whether you call such people saints or enlightened beings or just even soldiers of a nation, that makes no difference. The truth is, they looked beyond themselves. If you look at the life of Christ, that's one of the ultimate examples of compassion. He could have said, uh, I don't want to go on the cross. He could have loved his own life more than the lives of other people. He could have said, look, I don't have to bother with all this. And yes, these people are saying wrong. I don't have to stick to my principles. But he did. If you look at the life of Guru Arjan Dev, when certain sect of people, Kashmiri Brahmins, approached him, he could have said, I've got nothing to do with you guys. I have other things to look after. But he said no to the king. He said, I will protect anybody who comes seeking my refuge. And he sat on a hot plate of sand. Hot plate where burning sand was poured on his body. He could have got up at that moment. I could have said, look, I don't have to bother with all this. Mahavira, he was sitting once and some people when they are so calm, it disturbs those who are not calm. Have you ever noticed? If you are really calm and you are positive, those who are not positive and calm around you, it will get on their nerves because they want you to be upset because then they will feel normal. And Mahavira was an enlightened being. Nothing could upset him, nothing could lure him, nothing could move him, nothing could touch him. And he was sitting under a tree in his meditative posture. And a man tried to shake him, he said, get off. And he wouldn't. And his own people challenged him that we challenge you if you can bring anger in Mahavir. He said, that's very easy. So he tried everything he could think of. He tried to disrupt his meditation. He tried to shout. He tried to, you know, litter around there. When nothing worked, you'd be amazed what he did. You'd be shocked. He took molten glass and poured it in his ear. And Mahavira still didn't move. He didn't. He said, how can anything physical bring anger in me? I have some unfinished business with this person from a past life. And that's one thing you have to always keep in mind. When you are on planet Earth, you have a karmic bond with many of those around you. That's called the unfinished business. Until you finish that karma with them, they will be stuck with you or you will be stuck with them and they will do what they are bound to do to you. 
it doesn't mean you can protect yourself. That's a different matter. But the thing is, everybody is a postman or a postwoman. They are only there to deliver your parcels, your letters. If you've got a money order, they will give you a money order. If you've got a bill to pay, they will hand you a bill. You can't fight with the postman. You can't say, why are you doing this to me? I need money and you're giving me more bills. They're only giving you what you've earned. <clears throat> so compassion is understanding that the other person is tied to their own karmic post. A dog cannot speak the language of a human being. It can express its love, but when it opens its mouth, it'll either bark or it'll yelp. That's all a dog knows. That's the language. So each one of us has a language of love. And each one of us expresses our love in the language we know. But you want the cat to bark, and that's not going to happen. So it happened in China once. Not that a cat barked, different story. <laughs> it happened in China. There was a man, he was accused of stealing. And some people were holding him down. They were the uh, soldiers of the king. And a horse made of copper was being heated from the bottom. From underneath was being heated and that man's punishment was to sit on that horse and of course die a painful death. And he kept yelling and he kept saying, I didn't steal, I didn't steal, please let me go, I made a mistake, I've got a family, I've got my kids, I've got a wife, I'd rather die that death than death here, <laughs> please let me go, I can't stay here. <clears throat> But they won't let him go, obviously, because it was the order of the king. This man had to die on the horse. And a monk was walking by, one of the disciples of Bodhidharma, one of the first man, men to take Buddhism into China. And he was a renowned monk, and he had hundreds of disciples. <clears throat> he went up to the man, and he said, uh, why are you so desperate? He said, if I don't go back home, the man said, the accused said, if I don't go back home, there is going to be nobody to feed my children. I stole because I never had the opportunity to earn. And it was not out of choice, he said. I'm only thinking about my children, my family, he said. And the monk said, do you really want to live? Are you so desperate to live in this body? He said, yes, because I have to live for my family. He said, okay, go. And he said to the uh, king's minister standing there, the supervisor, it was I 
who stole the goods. It was not this man. And he happened to be there at that time. But I am a monk. I don't lie. And I'm telling you the truth that I was the one who actually stole. I am the thief and not this man and let him go. They said, do you know what you're doing? Do you even know the repercussions of what you're saying? You'll be the one mounting the horse the next minute then. He said, yes, I deserve it because I stole. And I don't want to see an innocent man dying. <clears throat> they let the man go. And the monk mounted the horse. And by the time the news spread, and his disciples in hundreds came running to rescue their master. But he was already dead by that time. And it's a true story. He was already gone by that time. That is the height of compassion. And you cannot be compassionate without being selfless. It's impossible to practice compassion without selflessness. Life will give you a million chances to be selfish, but only very few to be selfless. In this retreat, you know, when we first signed up, we had this thing of double occupancy. And when more people wanted to join, and we did the numbers, the team was very proactive to make it at least a break even. You know, we asked those people, can a third person join you? And almost all of them agreed. It was such a selfless gesture. Almost all of them agreed. And because they agreed, some of you got the opportunity to be here and maybe experience bliss or peace or a sense of transformation in your own life. And you will go back as a better person. And that will help somebody else in the future. And there are still about 50 people on the waiting list, by the way. But a random act of kindness. Compassion doesn't mean we have to give up our lives. Compassion sometimes only means that we have to give up our preferences. Each one of us has a preference to lead a certain life a certain way. Sometimes just giving up our preference, not even desires. Sometimes just giving up our preference is compassion. That, okay, I wanted it this way, but fine, let's do it that way. And one day, your compassion will win over the other person. Because nobody, nobody on this planet, no matter who they are, nobody is strong enough to resist compassion. Sooner or later, it will seep through. Like a sponge that soaks all the fluids, the water, no matter how hard the other person is, even stones are made of water, you know, eventually. They will soak your compassion and they will undergo transformation. And you cannot be soft and calm without compassion.